Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. knows that the withdrawal from Afghanistan was horrific, that Joe Biden failed. There's a book out where Biden knows he failed. There's a book out where Biden is worried that people are going to think that he's dumb. He worries about it tremendously. Well, I just wish he'd do more about it. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you on Tony Katz today. I'll get into uh, the DEI Training and the transgender movement, what it is hospital groups, uh, including uh, Kaiser Permanente, are at least allowing to be taught whether or not they actually agree. We will get in to every bit of it. And, of course, Burning Man, which I, 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 I was not at. Just so we're, we're clear, I was, I was not at Burning Man. I was not one of the people who was uh, stuck in the mud. I was not one of the people um, who uh, who couldn't figure out how to get out. I was not Chris Rock who had to basically walk six miles before he and Diplo got picked up by a guy in a pickup truck and were driven back to back to the mainland, if you will. That happened. Ah, there's video of it. It's it's pretty nuts. The rain, the flooding, the everything else just made the area impossible. I I only hope everybody's okay, but I don't spend much of my time worrying about uh, Burning Man. I do take a look at this United Auto Workers a potential strike, which seems more and more like it's going to be all three. It won't just be Stellantis workers going on strike because the GM guys did it last time. It'll be GM, Stellantis, and Ford. But the demands are kind of surreal from uh, uh, Sean Fain, who heads up uh, the UAW, United Auto Workers, and this was his commentary on CNN over the weekend. While I appreciate President Biden's optimism, uh, I hope the big three get serious and start bargaining in good faith. Um, uh, We're ready to do whatever's necessary uh, to get our share of economic and social justice for our members. Okay, I'm out. Best of luck, UAW workers. This is the guy in charge? Oh, I get it. The rank and file doesn't think the way uh, he does. They just want to be able to get themselves a better deal. There are people uh, who are part of the UAW who have been working seven days a week for the past couple months. They have a right to be angry about what's going on. I get it. They want to try and get paid more. I understand it. 
economic and social justice? This guy's a putz. He's a putz. 32-hour work week, cost of living increases, a read, basically, redefinition of the entire uh, retiree health care system. 40% pay increases. He's going to put these guys on strike because they're already voting to go on strike. And what are they actually going to get? Was it worth the strike? I, I, I mean, that's for, that's for the rank and file to figure out. But when the union head is talking about getting your share of economic and social justice, dear Lord, are you screwed with your pants on? That is not a guy who is in it for the rank and file. It's not. The minute you hear those buzzwords, you should be like, oh, holy hell. Holy hell. I am only concerned that these guys are not going to get not only what what this guy is pretending he's going to get them, but near anything, and they will have gone on strike for very little. Meanwhile, if they go on strike, how long does this thing last? Two months? Is the, what, is the over-under 60 days? Let me know on uh, Twitter X at Tony Katz. Me, I am Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. There's an airport at Purdue University. And they do, in non-commercial flights, like 90,000 flights a year. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. And according to uh, the IBJ, IBJ IBJ.com, they want to restore commercial passenger service. They used to do this. This was before my time. So 2004 is when it ended. And they want to they wanna bring it back? So is the plan to have like American Airlines fly into Purdue University Airport? How does the airport at in Indy feel about that? Or Fort Wayne? They have 90,000 takeoffs and landings annually. There's also a large amount of student pilots that are trained there. It is actually the nation's oldest university-run airport. There aren't many of them. I don't know. It's it's interesting. It is interesting. Uh, You know, you got yourself an hour and a half to the Indy airport. You got yourself two and a half hours to O'Hare. And now you're going to have... Passenger service in the first quarter of 2024. So this is happening. Very curious to see how that works. I'm also very curious to see what the prices are like. I mean, are these just going to be commuter flights? Are these going to be, you know, international? Because international doesn't refer to the location that you fly to. It refers to the length of the runway. I have that right, right? It's the length of the runway in order uh, to, to the size of planes. Um, that's, that's it. It's the size of, uh, of the plane that can, that can land there or take off from there. Very, very, very curious uh, uh, about this. Then there's news that Cluster Truck has got a new CEO. 
Her name is Janet Monroe. She's taking over for Chris Baggett, who who founded Cluster Truck. Cluster Truck is the place where, hey, I want to order like from twelve different restaurants, and they're like, yeah, we've got you covered, because they actually, well, they make the food, right? That's what they do. Uh, and it seems to me that what Cluster Truck really does is help you avoid traffic. So I, it's, it's only uh, clearly obvious that uh, Matt Bear should be sponsored by Cluster Truck right now. I'm taking orders. That's, that's all I'm saying. We're talking about delivery, right? We're talking about making it easy on people. Getting through, making sure people get their food on time. No one gets you there on time. Better than Matt Bear. So if the new CEO announced today, announced today, uh, Janet Monroe really wants to make the splash, clearly the answer is to partner with Matt Bear in the WIBC Traffic Center. I could help the cluster truck drivers. I mean, right. I, I, obviously, you know, I mean, I give the rounds I do downtown. I, I do everywhere cluster truck goes. It is a wise investment. Very yeah. much. Clearly. Clearly. And every morning they could deliver to you the lazy breakfast burrito, mm. Mm. scrambled mm. eggs, tater tots, yeah. bacon, peppers and onions, pico, and cheddar jack cheese. Bathe in it. Ba- yes. Yes. Bathe in it. Well, you want steak in there? Boom. They'll put the steak in there. Not only will they put the steak in there, uh, they they will also uh, sing you the song. Cooking a steak, yeah. wouldn't it be great? You could be my mate, cooking a steak. For goodness sake, will you please be my mate and come and cook a steak? steak. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. You can also uh, get additional black beans if you happen to share a cubicle with somebody. This has turned into a scramble. Right, well, it's, it's, it's basically it. All, all wrapped up in a flour tortilla. Oh, perfect. It's, 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 it's a burrito. So all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, if that, if that the cluster, new CEO of Cluster Truck really wants to make a splash, like actually wants to do something worthwhile, make a difference, build the business, it's clearly to partner with Matt Bear. You get with me, I'll make you money. That's, that's it. That's it. They call him Matt Cash Bear. Dimes. They call me Dimes. That's my nickname. Is that what they call you? Matthew Dimes Bear. That's a terrible nickname. I think it's great. You don't like that name? We wouldn't want to have the nickname Dimes. No, no, no. I would rather have like Benjamins. Ooh, that's good though. Right? Yours is uh, wouldn't you rather have Benjamins than Dimes? Yes, I would now that you mention it. Very you know? Nice. And it's weird because I think Benjamins is a better nickname. Uh, Representative Ilhan Omar has always called me Benjamins. Ouch. Screw you. That's awesome. I remember that. <laughs> I remember. You, all, you, you all, you know that was good. It was. And you know that was off the cuff, too. That was not prepared. That just happened real time. He's hot. That's it. That's all there is. Uh, the Texas Supreme Court has made the decision that they are going to allow the law that limits quote-unquote gender-affirming care to go forward. Good on Texas. It's not gender-affirming care. It's the abuse of children. Texas Supreme Court, according to NBC News, allows new state law banning quote-unquote gender-affirming care for minors to take effect on Friday, setting up Texas to be the most popular state with such restrictions on transgender children. No, it's restrictions on abusing children. Why don't you get over yourself? Transgender children. Children can't make such decisions. 
Gender-affirming care is not health care. It's the very opposite. It's people who want to abuse children. Of course they should be stopped. They should be stopped, and doctors who favor this kind of stuff, they shouldn't be allowed to practice medicine. Throw these people right out. They are unworthy of your time, of your attention, of your love, and they should not be allowed at all near children. The doctors who say, well, this is just fine. This is just normal. It prevents suicide. You are horrific, horrific people. Thank goodness there are parents out there pushing for this to end. But there's also parents out there being flat out abused by the system. Abused. And losing their children. Never forget that when you see parents in this position, not every parent who is dealing with this is okay with what's happening. They're just desperately trying to hold on to their kid and have a connection with their kid somehow. It is others who believe in abusing children who want to steal children from their parents. And then they are sponsored and supported by groups out there that are way too well-funded. What Washington State is doing to parents, what California is doing to parents, an obscenity. And they need to be fought. And there are some parents out there who are just trying to hold on. So before you get judgmental, Uh, Take a look. Take a look. Not every parent who is allowing this to happen to their kid wants this to happen to their kid. Some parents, well, they're just, in my view, disgusting. How bad is it? Don't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight. Want coffee? I think I need some coffee. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Always good to be with you. Dow futures down 36, and NASDAQ futures are down 56. And Bidenomics is the story. Bidenomics not working is the story. You know it because you see it. You know it because you experience it. You're dealing with the result of bad economic policy. Yet the administration is pretty much hell-bent on trying to push the idea that everything is going great and your problem is you don't understand it. This was uh, over at uh, CNBC where you've got one of Biden's people one of his uh, financial uh, quote-unquote whizzes, gurus telling you, see what the problem is, is that you don't even understand how to ask the right questions. Third, consistently of Americans think, buy into your contention that Bidenomics is working. So you got to come okay, on. Well, you might Maybe you need to come on every day because it's not working, <laughs> your message. Well, uh, I, uh, I certainly don't have the uh, luxury of doing that, but let me... Uh, talk a little bit about Bidenomics and people's sentiment about it. I think the polls that you're reflecting are oftentimes very much 30 or 40,000 feet up. I'm not discounting them, by the way. I know they're real. But I want to tell you a little bit about some poll results that ask about the specific components of Bidenomics, okay? 82% support capping insulin costs for seniors at $35 a month. 
81% support giving Medicare the power to negotiate for lower prescription drugs. Which So you're saying that the vast majority of people support socialized medicine. Because if you tell me 82% support capping insulin costs for seniors at $35 a month, I bet you I can get that number to 85% if we bring it down to $22 a month. I can get it up to 93% if we make it $7.84 a month. And I can get it to 98.4% if we make it free. You'll never get 100% on on anything. It's just an impossible thing to do. Uh, But I can get it to 98.4% if you just make it free. So 82% supporting a cap doesn't make the system better and doesn't change the price of gas, doesn't change the price of eggs, doesn't change the fact that your favorite restaurant closed, doesn't change the fact that there's so much violence and theft going on out there that where you get your meds closed and now the closest place is 16 miles away and you don't have access. 81% support giving Medicare the power to negotiate for lower prescription drugs. If it meant that every person in America got a free bowl of soup, 87% of Americans would favor slapping the President of the United States and the Secretary of Labor in the face with a fish every Tuesday and Friday at 4.15 p.m. What are we talking about here? You see, the problem is you're not asking the questions I want you to ask in the poll, and that's why the polls are looking so bad. Bravo! Bravo. That is, that is nutty. Things are bad. Things are bad, not not for everybody. There is a chip firm called Arm. I know nothing about Arm, A-R-M. And uh, they have filed to go public. They've got an offering price between 47 and $51 a share. They're only going to trade about 9.5% of the shares. They're giving themselves a $52 billion potential valuation. Um, I, I know nothing of this firm. They used to be listed in London and New York. SoftBank acquired it for $32 billion in 2016. See, some people are doing all right. Some people are doing okay in this world. Some people are not. You have a chance to help some of the people not. Saturday, September 9th, 4 o'clock, Premier Arms in Brownsburg, 3754 South Green Street. This is their fundraiser, uh, their 22nd anniversary, and they are raising money for the VFW, Veterans of Foreign Wars, Department of Indiana, Veterans Suicide awareness uh, the food is free the drinks are free the entertainment is free there's gonna be a live auction there's drawings there's uh, a whole silent auctions a whole bunch of stuff uh to win uh, i will be there uh, i'm gonna be stopping by uh, for a while and i plan on winning and that's right that's right i get to win just because they're a sponsor of mine and a sponsor for me on a night with wibc just because i work with them and just because i curated their cigar humidor doesn't mean i don't get a chance to win and we're raising money for veteran suicide awareness. So uh, let, let us hope that the VFW wins in all of this. Saturday, September 9th, 4 p.m., I will see uh, you there at Premier Arms in Brownsburg, 3754 South Green Street in Brownsburg. Uh, I, will, I will probably be buying something as well because if you've never seen the jewelry selection at PA Jewelers inside Premier Arms, yeah, it's, uh, it's nutty. It's nutty good. Daddy's going to do some shopping. In this conversation, by the way, I'm Daddy.
I will see you at Premier Arms for their 22nd anniversary celebration, Saturday, September 9th, 4 p.m., to benefit the Veterans of Foreign Wars, Department of Indiana, Veterans Suicide Awareness. Uh, PremierArms.com. Get more information. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. This is one of those songs, producer Jonathan, that you just got to let play for a minute. Just as I thought it was going that song comes on every single time I just stop what I'm doing I can picture the video in my head Genesis the whole thing I don't know why I don't know why this song does it for me it's just something about it like I think it's a good driving song it just has a good the way it starts the way it builds the I think you can sing along with it it's good to dance too. I give it a 7.8. Meanwhile, I got an email. Someone told me I cut off Tara Hastings. I, I don't recall cutting off uh, a weather person extraordinaire Tara Hastings. But if, if I did, she probably deserved it. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Great uh, to be with you. We'll be going over more Bidenomics on Tony Katz today. At noon... As it continues to be the story, the deficit is going to hit $2 trillion. But let me say it again. You don't allow the Chinese Communist Party to own land in the United States. So it was this company that's developing uh, electric uh, vehicle batteries. It's in Michigan. Uh, Goshen. Goshen High Tech is the name of the company. It was a big fight about whether or not they should be allowed to do anything in Michigan. And, of course, the Pinkos of Michigan were like, sure. Um, video of employees wearing what looks like Red Army uniforms and pledging their fealty to the Communist Chinese Party. Pledging to, quote, fight for communism to the end of my life. All, all I'm saying is that you don't allow communists to own property in the United States. You don't allow them to own businesses in the United States. And yes, the land has to be taken from them for the safety and the security of the nation. It's not even debate. It is not debate. It must be done for the protection of the nation. Anybody who trusts the Chinese Communist Party is just a holy damn fool. Which means there's probably a lot of Democrats who support this thing. They have to be dealt with. They have to be told no. And yes, I do believe in taking the land. And I will get into that on Tony Katz today at noon. And then there's this. A couple of years ago, I started having a conversation with you. And we started discussing... Things that we're seeing politically, we're like, how do people get to this ugly and horrible and vicious and violent and disgusting spot 
We're not talking about disagreement. We're not even talking about disagreement with passion. We're talking about the idea that people should be silenced, that people should be shamed, cancel culture, people should be destroyed. You should only have one type of, of thought process allowed. And people being perverse in their uh, achievement of, the, of that goal. And what we started talking about is what happens when you replace your humanity with your ideology? And I've seen it in politics. I've seen it in religion. Uh, I've seen it. I've seen it in rabbis, not my rabbi, uh, others who are no longer my rabbi. It's just horrific. I've seen it in, in, in clergy. It's, it is horrific when people sacrifice, give up their humanity for their ideology. This was a tweet, a post from Congressman Eric Swalwell, progressive out of California, who is a terrible guy politically. This was, this was it. Flying back early from a London security event to see my one-year-old in the ER. Okay, I don't know what's going on, but I don't want Eric Swalwell's one-year-old in the ER. Nobody does. No rational person does. Dear Lord. That's like the nightmare scenario for many people. He continues, spent ride to Heathrow navigating insurance companies slash hospitals to find right care. When dropped curbside, the driver said to me, that was absolutely shocking to hear. We have NHS. No one does this in UK. Your kid is in a hospital. And you're using that as a moment to tweet out, socialized medicine is better? By the way, his kid is home. He took pictures. And certainly, I wish nothing but the best for a one-year-old who is not guilty of anything. You took a moment where your child's in an ER. And you're like, how do I make this a, a post about socialized medicine? That's somebody who has lost their humanity. I'm not going to be one of those people, and I don't think you should be either. But I think we should take real note of them when they show themselves.